Welcome to Parented. I'm Michelle Gams. Join me as we explore the hardest job that you'll ever love, parenting your child. Today we meet Michelle and we touch on that big topic these days of screen time, what it is to nurture your child versus indulge them, how to handle fears that they have, and one sibling that can dominate the other. Let's dive in. Okay, so we have we have two Michelles here. Michelle, meet Michelle. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. <laughs> okay, so who do you have at home? I have a 12-year-old daughter okay. and a 10-year-old son. Okay, beautiful. And what, what do we want to talk about today? What's challenging you these days? Well, it's different for them because they're... It seems like such a big spread of ages right now. Oh, it does? Yeah. It's bigger than it used to be? Yeah, because the 12-year-old's almost 13. Okay. So we have a lot of eye-rolling going on at the 10-year-old. He just doesn't get life yet. She's kind of getting it figured out. Right. According to her. So he's highly annoying to her. Okay. And there's pretty a, there is a pretty big gap in terms of maturity level at this mm -hmm. point. But I kind of have some things that I wanted to go over mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. respect to... My son, mm -hmm. and then also some things that my daughter is just being challenged with as an almost teenager. Yep. So I can see what you're saying, too, because girls mature faster. So if she's already maturing into teenage behaviors, she's leaving him in the dust. Kind of like that's a wider gap than the two years demonstrate. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Let's, let's dig in. All right, so the 10-year-old. Yeah, sweet boy. He is a very sweet boy. Mm -hmm. He's a very earnest child. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not fair right now. No. no. I am not fair. Okay. And he tells me generally in an attitude and spirit of respect but he informed me the other night going to bed, and at night, bedtime, like the sky begins to fall down on him. Mm. And everything is magnified okay. to the third, fourth degree. Okay, so he gets dramatic then. Very dramatic. Okay. Anything that happened in school that wasn't quite to his satisfaction is magnified, and mm. it becomes a much bigger deal than it was at, at 9 30 it's a much bigger deal than it was at 4 p.m yes. and yes. what and, and so i'm not exactly at my top a game mm -hmm. at 9 30 ish when i myself want to be winding down so mm -hmm. i'm probably not no uh, the most patient right welcome no no parent is at that time wow. i call this low resource <laughs> <laughs> everyone is at that time Low resourced, and that's true for him too. Like everybody is low resourced, the tanks are kind of empty, and then all of this erupts. So, yeah, 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 okay. So, there are a few things that our kids need to take care of before they have the privilege of screen time. Yep, so one evening this week, he had accomplished all of that. Okay, practice piano, do your homework. You know, there's another thing that he needs to take care of that's related to school, like an outside program. 
So all in, it's not that much time. Mm -hmm. But at some particular point, I said, hey, I feel like you've had enough screen time. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't enough. Like, he's into this Clash of Clans program, which I don't know much about, but apparently they have a clan mm -hmm. through school that these boys play. And so he feels that I'm being unfair with him and I'm not giving him enough screen time because mom... Mm -hmm. I did all my work, and you still kind of cut me off on screen time. Mm -hmm. So it's the whole thing of being reasonable okay. and getting through to a 10-year-old's mind. And I said to him, well, I'm sorry you feel I'm not fair with you. What would that look like for you? That's such a beautiful question, what you just asked. What would that look like for you? Well, it kind of quickly went downhill from there. Okay. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm still saying that was beautiful parenting. Even if it didn't go well, you still did a fabulous job there, Michelle. Well, Mom, I just think you're not being fair. Yeah. Was this, can I, can I clarify, was this post-screen time in that moment, or was this a different time? This was, it's time to turn off the current computer. Okay. It's bedtime. I think you've had enough time anyways. Okay. Let's go to bed. Okay. This was, I'm brushing my teeth and mad that my screen time is over. Right. Okay, got it. Well, what would it look like for you for you if I was fair? Well, I just feel like my friends, they just have more time that they can spend on the screen time. Well, mm -hmm. how much does that, I mean, what does that look like for you? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know, but they don't, like, have to stop at a particular point. Well... What I want to do is engage in this conversation with him, like, well, how much time do they get? But that's not really the point. Mm -mm. But I'm not fair. Okay. And then that was the point where it kind of went downhill, where I said, maybe you should go check out and see what it would look like to live with those families. <laughs> <laughs> you want right. to go check out? Right. Yeah, my mom Their used rules? To, yeah, my mom used to offer to help my sister to pack. Like, I'll help you pack. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you want to go live yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that didn't, I could tell that didn't seem didn't, safe to him. No. So I, I don't want to go there, but it was just this idea of two things. Okay. I'm not fair, you're a mean mom, and mm -hmm. comparison. He's starting to get into that yeah. comparing, and mm -hmm. it never works well when we compare ourselves to someone else. No, I call that a comparison hangover. It doesn't, it's, it's not a pretty feeling and everybody does it, adults, children, you know, and so yeah, it's not to, to compare ourselves gets us nowhere because our job is to be on our own path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so the, wh one of the phrases, Michelle, that I think is so helpful for all of us parents is the qualifier at our house, at our house, mm. just qualifying any of it. You don't need to make it fair or defend it or any of it. Like, it's just at our house. I mean, mm -hmm. you can listen to, you know, the lobbying to change the rules, the freedom of speech that exists in your home, because I know it does. Because, mm -hmm. you, I mean, you're, at, you're, you're open to hearing him. Mm -hmm. You clearly are. Yes. You're asking him beautiful questions. But to be able to just, you don't have to defend it to say at our house, this is the way it is at our house. And kids respect that. But, yeah, it's different over there. Yep, but you don't need to, like, make it fair or reasonable because it never will be anyway. 
Mm-hmm. It's not going to be. Mm-hmm. Even if parents try fruitlessly to treat their children equally, I tell them, give it up. Don't even try because it's never going to be. Treat them uniquely, not equally, because mm-hmm. they need different things anyway, you know, in their love languages and all that. So don't even try to make it equal like it mm-hmm. or fair. It's it, just to understand. Yeah, it doesn't. I understand it's not fair. And this is how it is at our house. You know, so feel free to adopt that, whatever. Yeah, and you can hear how different it is over there. Yep, and at our house, we limit screen time. Or at our house, we we don't do whatever, the, you know, whatever. And that's totally okay. You can make up whatever rules you want at your house. Mm-hmm. And that's your right as the parents to do that. Um, I like that at our house. I yeah. thought about that. Yeah, at our house. It's just a simple little phrase that remedies all of that there's another magic one that it just came to me it's not even kind of related but like when people go to target and and they the kids you know beg for things and you say well did you bring your money it ends it it just ends it Mm -hmm. like the whole allowance thing and but to say well at our house and it can kind of just end it Mm -hmm. because it's like well you're the authority at our house Mm -hmm. and that's what you're saying so it's kind of over now so you don't, let me, let me, I don't want you to have the goal of being reasonable because by the way, 12 year old is going to be sending you some of those same messages here coming up that you're, you're really stupid. You are unfair and unreasonable and this doesn't happen at other people's houses. So you're going to get a lot of that and it's toughening your skin through these next few years to manage that because mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot. I mean, we, we, we. We're really intelligent for them, and then we're really stupid, and then we become intelligent again, like college and later when they're in, you're, you kind of, you're a lot smarter, but you didn't change, they did. Mm-hmm. You're still a smart woman doing a stellar job. Um, another thing. This screen time, or can I, do you have more to say? Because I don't want to interrupt you about that, about, can I, because I'd like to comment on some of these things. Well, he kind of has a point. My son has a point. He's a task-oriented kid, so Mm -hmm. there's things he needs to get done. Yes. (laughs) And then he kind of has this free time. Yes. Yet, that free time is, in fact, quote-unquote free time, but not just for unlimited screen time. Right. So so there needs to be a definition of how mm-hmm. much he gets because when it's undefined like this, you're always going to be the enemy. Yeah. And part of it is it's just there's not any night that's the same. So some night he might be lucky to get 10 to 15 minutes. I see. Other nights because of us because of his sports schedule, he could have a 2-hour window. And and when when we're working at night, we both work from, from home yes. generally, and if we have something that's kind of spilling over into our evening as far as work obligations, yeah. admittedly, we're not always as consistent as we should be. So it's kind of based upon what we have going on that's distracting us because if we're not distracted, then, hey, you get 30 minutes screen time. That seems mm-hmm. reasonable. Mm-hmm. Set the timer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we're a little distracted, then it's just easy to... Ah, 
let it go. Mm-hmm. He can have some extra time. Mm-hmm. Well, then, you know, the, that point where you give an exception, mm-hmm. then that becomes what they want to see as the rule. Right. So, 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 okay. So, bef- because let me, let me just sort of acknowledge and empathize with you that what you're talking about is maddening to uh, the population out there because you're trying to stand, put yourself between your child and an addiction. Mm-hmm. And that is a not, that's not a pretty place. Mm-hmm. Adults can't do it. Mm-hmm. So how in the world do we expect a child to do it? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, just keep that in mind as, as we're just, this is just universally challenging because it is. Mm-hmm. And he's getting all these dopamine hits to his brain doing these games and so, and there's this whole, and I understand what, he, what, you, what you're talking about with this particular game, but there's a whole social piece, but there's these levels and you can't just stop sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just interrupt the game because it saves and there are, le- you know, I, I don't understand it all. I just know that that's true. Mm-hmm. So that it can bleed over whatever time limit. In this case, there's battles, Michelle. Important battles. Exactly. Well, God, you don't leave a battle. You don't leave a battle. You don't leave your mates on the on the field. Yeah, especially right. when your friend has, you know, right. jumped in on this, right. this tag of right. the battle. Yes. So, no, I, I, I understand that piece. But then he has to also demonstrate some kind of self-control as well. And so that's the part that we have to sort of create the consequences for. Um, so I, this, this could get cleaner is all I'm saying. Like we could get this cleaner at your house, which is in front, up front, up front with him. Meaning, okay, so you, you, you both agree to a certain amount of time and does he, is he good about using the timer? He is. Okay, great. Do you hear it? Yes. Okay. So, so that he takes the timer. Well, let me say this. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It depends where I'm where I'm at. Well, yeah. But, okay. But even if you have an agreement with him that if the timer tonight's a night that we agree to what amount? Like say tonight we agree to 30 or hour what? 45. Okay. Tonight we agree to 45. And um, when the time and you you can see that tonight may be a night that you might be be willing willing to give more time. Okay, but you'll see how that goes. So after 45, check back in with me so that he's responsible to come to you and say, hey, mm. um, we're renegotiating instead of I'm just going to keep hiding in the attic doing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're able to do that, son, then we'll, we'll be able to do this again tomorrow night. If that doesn't happen tonight you'll be off any screen time will not be available to you tomorrow night. So, because that's a reasonable consequence mm-hmm. that is very useful with this, with these boys and their addictions. Um, one night, it's not, it's not available next. And, and so it's a neutral thing. You just mm-hmm. hands off. It's up to him how he handles it. It's no skin off your back or whatever they say. Like if, if he does or doesn't do it, it's up to him. Cause then tomorrow night, It's not available to him Mm -hmm. based on his behaviors tonight. And I also want to comment that the time to negotiate with anybody coming out of technology is not when they come out of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. They are so irritable. 
Okay. That's my experience. Is that your experience? Have you noticed that? That when they come off of some kind of game or gaming system or like battle thing, they're completely irritable. Mm -hmm. Mom, you do not understand. Right. I just need two more minutes. Right. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And that may be true, what he's saying there. Like he may to finish the level or the battle or whatever, which I do understand. That's like closing a book mid-chapter. Somebody taking it from you. Mm -hmm. That's I understand that. Nobody wants that. But at the same time, the irritability, that that transition out of it, there, there came a time with Charlie where we had that conversation. Charlie, I need to, I need to see that you transition out of this gaming time back into the community of our home, um, less irritable. And if you can do that tonight, you can try again tomorrow night. Okay, I like that. If you can't, we're not doing it again tomorrow night. That there has to be sort of, you know, and that they have some ownership or personal responsibility about their own sort of transition, which everybody has. I mean, you know, it's like going from work to home or, you know, that you train, there's, you mm -hmm. need a transition out. Mm -hmm. And, and for him to consider that for himself, maybe even what might that look like for you? Like, could you, cause he's a pretty aware kid, mm -hmm. you know, like that he could, what 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 would work for you that when you're done gaming, you know, before you might want to come see your sister or me, that you might like to do just to transition out of that intensity, mm -hmm. you know, because they're all kind of bitchy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they are, and so it's not a time for us to try to negotiate or reason because they're not. They're just not. That's my experience. I'm, I don't know. No, I agree. I agree. And um, I do find that talking to him at a point, you know, especially since he's not as good at night, mm -hmm. um, he's certainly at a level where you can have a logical conversation with him at a point where everyone in the house is calm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that could be something, too. You know what? We're going we're gonna to table shelf this. For the morning, we'll mm -hmm. talk about this in the morning. You know, when you're when you're in those low resource times, because there's nothing urgent about this. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, this is important to you, and I understand it is. And what I have found, you know, as the mom, is that late at night is probably not the best time for us to negotiate things, because I'm not at my best, and you're not your best, and things always look different in the morning. So we'll let's talk about your needs in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm still sending that message to a 21 year old. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you might not want to make big decisions at one in the morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Doesn't maybe, work well for right. a 40 something year old. Right. Either. <laughs> right. Maybe you just want to wait the 24 or 48 hours and see how that feels. That idea feels to you. And then you can always still do it, you know, mm -hmm. but Late at night is probably not just, just at least wait till the morning because mm -hmm. we're all low resourced, you know, so, and we try to reason when <laughs> we wonder, I love, I love his tact though with you. I do. I love that mom. You're just not fair. And you know, it sounds respectful. It does like the way he's talking to you. Is it? 
it is respectful, and often he will preface it by saying, um, Mom, I don't mean to, like, be offensive or anything, but I don't think you're fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is sweet. Um, <laughs> all right. And I'm like, well, life is not fair. Right. They, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> yeah, life isn't fair, and we're all trying to figure that one out. Right. Life isn't fair. Right. No, it's, I understand it's not fair and that makes you frustrated. That would be empathizing, you know, mm -hmm. I, just, I understand you're frustrated about that and it's hard to see that your friends have this and you have this mm -hmm. and at our house, this is the way it's going, Bob, mm -hmm. which is then, you know, are there choices or options for him in the three, you know, the three steps, empathy, make them feel heard and understood, what's the limit? which is at our house, this is what we're doing most of the time, and what options does he have? Are there any options? Is there any power or choice for him? Mm -hmm. You know, with the, I don't know, how it happens, where it happens, when. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like yeah. that. That'll work. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. That's a hard one. I'm telling you. You're putting yourself in between, so that I'm just saying that's universally challenging. Yeah, and I don't see it getting better as he gets older. Mm -mm. So now it becomes more social for boys to share in that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So one of the other challenges that I'm having with both my 10 and 12 year old. But it's different in terms of what what their issues are. But this idea of where do I know the line of nurturing my child and caring for them and showing them love mm -hmm. versus creating bad habits and spoiling them. So it plays out like this. Okay. Mom, can you give me a drink of water with ice <laughs> for the 10-year-old? Um, my daughter, it could be something like, Mom, I left my sweatshirt downstairs. Would you mind bringing that up for me? Cool. It works out fine when I have the time or I'm a little more fresh and not at the end of the night where my resources are a bit more depleted. Mm -hmm. But I'm standing right there by the cup to get a glass of water and I take it to my son. So I do that today. Okay. Later tonight, he wants a cup of water, glass of water, and we're both sitting at the table. <laughs> Get it yourself. Uh -huh. You know? Yeah. And last I checked, you have the ability to get up and walk over there. Yes. You know? Yes. So... You know, it feels inconsistent. Like, there's times that I do it with such joy and sure, you know, I'll get you some water. And then mm -hmm. it's like other times I'm highly irritated mm -hmm. that it, that at particular points I may or may not say something like, um, I am not your butler, mm -hmm. get your own glass of water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, Beautiful. And I also want my kids to be grateful and happy to serve others. So... Mm -hmm. I feel the mom guilt coming out is, well, if I'm not happy to kind of serve them, mm -hmm. then will they be happy to serve me in return? Because I have been also sitting at the table 
my daughter will get up to get something. I'll go, hey, hon, would you mind grabbing me a glass of water? Which mm -hmm. she does, happily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where's the point where you, the nurture versus spoil or enable, like, them to just bark requests out to you? I think your intuition is telling you that. Hmm. Okay. The moments that you feel mm, is probably the ones that, you know, I love you and I think I'm going to sit right here. <laughs> and drink my coffee. <laughs> right. Because you're enjoying that. Yeah. So you, you already know the moments because there are moments you're happy to and then there are moments that feel sort of manipulative. And so it's being able to handle those tactfully, I think, is what I'm hearing, which I, I can understand that, too, that you don't want to sort of be, um, the, the, the word that's coming for me, Michelle, is capable, like that they're capable of these things. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're quite, and it's not that we all have to do what we're capable of. It's nice to be cared for in those ways. Mm -hmm. And you're saying you do enjoy doing that, even. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Sure. But it's also, um, for you, um, freely given? Generally. When it's freely given, that's different than doing it resentfully. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and you're, you're, I, I hear that you already know what that is. Because there's a, you're like, you're enjoying sitting there, having your coffee, and I love you, and I, I'd, I'd like to just sit here and enjoy my coffee. I just sat down. Okay, Mom, no problem. You know, like, mm -hmm. but, and, and to maybe speak of yourself instead of them. You know, because the tendency for us as parents to go, well, what the hell? Get up and get it yourself, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Instead of saying it from an I place of, you know, I'd really like to just stay here with my own coffee. Would you mind doing that? I mean, that's a, like a very, which of course we're out of the moment trying to come up with these. It's a lot easier than in the moment because you're irritated. Mm -hmm. But pay attention to your own gut. Mm -hmm. And they, they uh, again, I cannot wait to be a grandparent because I don't have to groom capability in them. I just get to indulge them, mm. you know, but us parents, we have to groom all of these things in them. We have to groom it. And so that's the, that's the fine line that you're trying to walk right now and notice for yourself. Of, is this indulgence or is this nurturing? And there's a line like you're trying to find. It's like, well, they're capable then they probably need to keep practicing what they're capable at, mm -hmm. knowing that we're there to support when they are stretched and need the support. Because mm -hmm. you're right there mm -hmm. with that. Like, I'm here when you need me, and I'm here sometimes when you want me to. Mm -hmm. You know, but am I here to make your life easy? No. Nor should you be. Because mm -hmm. they're building muscle. How's that sitting for you right now? What are you What are you feeling? I'm just thinking about 
my intuition and when that and I guess trusting that yes to feel like I can distinguish between nurturing versus spoiling them and the thing that isn't always clear is that it's different depending upon how well rested I am right (laughs) you know because times where I'd be happy to do it for them and I don't think that I think it's nurturing then two days later, if I'm not well rested, that mm-hmm. that's almost same circumstance could just really irritate me in a way that it didn't two days ago. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of difference in my child. It was because of difference in me. Which so. is what a beautiful message for them to see. That you could feel differently on different days. And so do they. Yeah, but then I feel like I'm consistent Mm -hmm. and then the mom guilt kind of sets in (sighs) the minute we have a child mom guilt is there the minute we have one it doesn't go away yeah so it's we're battling this this whole you know all of our like where is the line Mm -hmm. where is that line Mm -hmm. and I mean the the scenarios too Michelle that you described kind of sounded logistical as well like who was up was helping, mm-hmm. you know, versus we're both sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> and let me see if I get you to move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you go, well, okay, you're, you're the one that's young with a lot of energy. How about you do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or use your beautiful sense of humor. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And the trusting of the intuition. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because it's a tiny little voice in there. And it's a feeling sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's a good, those are good questions, I think, about the lines. Because it is different, Michelle, because we're the parents. It's not, I mean, it's just, it, I mean, you know, grandparents, all they do is indulge. And you just eat it up as a kid. Because mm-hmm. you feel like a king or a queen. With the grandparents, because they just indulge, and isn't this great? Mm-hmm. But they don't expect much. Mm-hmm. They don't expect much. It's just they let you do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, isn't that great? Except, <laughs> except we, as parents, have a much harder job. It just, it is. It's harder. Because mm-hmm. that's not our job, to indulge. That's permissive parenting. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. another challenge or struggle for my 10-year-old okay. is fear. Okay. So when the sun goes down and it gets dark outside, he struggles with being scared sometimes. It's not an every night kind of thing. Um, I don't know that there's necessarily a pattern to it. And my question is resources that may be helpful to him Mm -hmm. and secondly developmentally you know does this seem age appropriate I will say I myself recall struggling with fear Mm -hmm. and it's this fear that someone's in the house Mm -hmm. for him oh that's what he's that's Uh specific yeah specifically in his closet 
there is an attic access panel and there is a very frightening clown back there. Oh, that's what he says? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh! Mm-hmm. Oh. Has he seen any horror films? No, but he was, he saw a preview to right. his, the It movie. And it kind of by mistake at a friend's house and... Yeah. They didn't really mean to see it, but it was kind of those one of those things where they began looking at it, and then it was like, we can't turn our eye from this. we, we got to keep watching this preview. But as they watched the preview, it just made him more fearful. Yes. So we've had conversation with him during the day when he's not scared. Good. He gets it Good. logically. Yeah. He understands it. Mm-hmm. But then night falls. And um, there are just nights where it's really stru- it's a real struggle for him. Okay. And um, a, a few times he's gotten out of bed, and if he gets out of bed and comes downstairs to our bedroom, there's no going back without one of us because he is really scared at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just wondering about some resources that you might suggest for. Okay. Fear. What? Yeah. So, wh- when you say you've talked about it in the day, what is what 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 does he share? Just he comes up with these images. He starts to like keep cycling through them. He continue like what what does he has he shared? What goes on within him? What the pattern is within him? Yeah. I mean, he says that it's this clown and he afraid, he's afraid the clown is going to come out into the bedroom and ultimately scare him. Okay. He hasn't gone into more detail than, you know, like okay. going to harm me or anything. Right. It's just this idea that there's someone. Okay. Um, is that door, it's the door, right? The attic door. This is, it's a very specific mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is that, and he, has he been on the other side of that door? No, but we've offered to open it up and, hey, why don't you go, you know, it's pretty, it's a, it's, it's more like a cat door kind of size. I mean, it's small. <laughs> there ain't, so we'd have to be a miniature clown. <laughs> <laughs> if that clown could fit through that door, it would not be able to inflict much harm on my The micro home. clown is the coming The micro out. clown. <laughs> but it's a scary micro clown. <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't ever want to laugh about it with him but it is kind of comical but it's just this imagination of the access panel so it's so we've suggested and i've said hey you want to go over and take no no don't he doesn't he's not interested in that and then that's at night and then during the day he's definitely not interested because he's not scared right so we talk about it more logically like you understand Mm -hmm. the clown is just like it was a fake clown. It's not for real. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets it intellectually. Right, right of Gets course. it. And then something kicks in at night. Yeah, our vulnerabilities kick in. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> so, um, whether he wants to or not, Michelle, I would certainly, in the daytime, open up that door. Whether he wants to or not. We're going to go exploring. Okay. We're totally going to go exploring. And in there, is there, while we're here... Is there anything that would help you make this less scary for you, knowing what's over here? Like, is there anything that you want to be different over here or moved or put in here or, you know, so that he has some control over that? 
so that he can, he's not, he, he has a different image of what's on the other side of that door. We're, we're, we're inputting into his brain another image because he's created quite a few, I think, mm-hmm. of what's on, what's on the other mm-hmm. side of that door. But we're going to put in another one so that he, he has that. And then is there, now that we're in here, what, what is it, what would you like to, you know, modify or change or, you know, what do vampires, garlic, don't you put garlic? I don't know. <laughs> Something that they don't, they don't like, I don't know. Yeah. Put a light in there. Put it, there. If there's a plug, you could even put a night light in there, you know, like it could be lit. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what he would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's spray some bug spray. <laughs> I don't know what he'd say, but it doesn't matter if it right. if it seems reasonable and you're willing to make it less scary for you. Is it a room or is it is it's an attic? It's probably the attic. Okay. My fear in doing that is it's actually pretty extensive back there. Okay. So multiple clowns could actually be tucked away back there. And mm-hmm pretty large clowns because it's a pretty big space. It's yeah. not like you open it up and there's Okay. It's like a three by one space. No, it's like Okay. Pretty significant space. Okay. Alright, well then and you it does have a floor. Can you walk in there? Uh it no, it does not. I mean you'd have to walk on the joists. Okay. So clowns couldn't really walk in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> If there was a clown in here, he would have already come through and be sitting in our kitchen. Right. Right. Yes, the micro clown. That he would have, yeah, so it would be hard. So, but just to be in there and kind of converse about that, if you can, you know, where where do you think that the clown would get in? You know, like, into this, even if it is a big, enormous space, where do you think they'd get in? And then you could even... Go and I understand fear isn't reasonable, but I when he's when he's when he is reasonable, I just want to upload some other that's all some other reasonable images and and thoughts. You know, even well, if if and he could say, well, I could get in through that window. Okay, well, let's walk outside and let's go look at that window now. Just it's just we're just giving information now, we're just not judging, it's just information. Okay, so now. How would the clown, do you think, get into that window? Well, they could, okay, all right, we're just, we're just, we're just talking through some of these things to see how, how those would happen. And then if there's anything that we can do to modify so that he feels empowered to create a more safe space for himself. And that could even be (laughs) if we, we nail that little cat door or so I mean I don't know what mm-hmm. I don't know what he wants you know but or or we put we could put I don't even know what you put but like the door you know there like a bell on that door so that if the door moved oh. mm-hmm. you know a little bell mm-hmm. hanging bell yeah if the door moved you would hear it but it's you're gonna know mm-hmm. so that you'll be able to run downstairs then you know, I don't. I mean, I don't, I'm just brainstorming with you, but I that none of those may work for him. But what would what does he want that could help him? Just because it is a very specific thing. It's not a, you know. I mean, everybody like it's like a kid under the bed. I mean, I remember that as a kid. Yeah. I I I do the running leap into my bed. Yeah. It was, <laughs> there was yeah. Somebody was gonna grab it. Your foot. Yes. Right. And I yeah. Have, and I think uh, so. It may be 
it's generally the clown, but it's not always the clown. Right. It, it, it may be travel. something else. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked with him about being brave and, you know, we've talked about this during the day. So what are some of the things we discussed during the day? All right, let's mm -hmm. keep that in mind at night. Yep. But I want to make, I want to help him with having those tools. Yes. So if it's not the clown tonight and it's something else. Right. Yeah, how he so works yeah, it's, that. it's the interrupting of we're feeding that. You know, there's this um, there's this old I think it's a Japanese Zen. I don't know who I don't know I can't even quote what the but there's there's something about within us we have two wolves. There's a story about this. Like you have two wolves within you, and the 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 this is a story told to a young person, an old like a wise elder tells this to this young boy, and the boy says, well you know, which one survives? And the elder says, whichever one you feed. Wow. Mm -hmm. So he's feeding this. Mm -hmm. So how do we stop feeding it is the question. I mean, the, after the, the facts are given, because I do believe that's important. If a kid's, you know, let's look under the bed. Let's look behind the door. Let's, let's get some information here first. Mm -hmm. And then if it remains... Now, how do we stop feeding that? Because we, we, and we do the same thing with our minds. Like we escalate and we're working ourselves into fear and panic about something in our future that isn't here right now. And we do that to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's how do we interrupt that? So with him, what could, what, what are some things you could do in that moment that you you already you you know you're you already know like you're talking to yourself and you're saying, okay, that there is really no clown. I've already seen the okay. What can I do now? Like with myself, can you shift into thinking about, you know, tomorrow or breakfast or whatever you know sports he likes or the games or can you choose your focus on something else? Because if you keep feeding that, it's going to grow. And that's what it does. Mm -hmm. So how does he, it's a, I mean, it's our mind and we, this is, we all have these challenges because the mind is going to keep going and doing what it does. And then there's, there's, so there's, there's just the, the image, the mental piece of can he, you know, and then there's the, the body piece that I might, I might encourage, you know, like have him put one hand on his belly, one hand on his heart. And if he's willing to count his breaths, count in one, out one, in one, out one, or two, in three, out three. Like, because if you're, when you count, so the hands on the belly, hands on the chat, on the heart is a very nurturing, calming thing for him to be able to do to himself. It's very self-soothing. So he's doing that. And then to the breathing affects the nervous system. So when you breathe in and out, it will affect the sympathetic nervous system, which is the one that's getting you all jacked up. And so it's bringing and, and um, bringing back the parasympathetic, which is the one that's calming. So we're activating that. And then if we count the one in, one out, two in, two out, if we do the counting, then that's occupying the mind. So all of those are present. If we can teach him some of those skills, if he's feeding the mind, we're going to go down that rabbit hole, you know, but if he can 
here's something, let's practice this. And so you, you literally practice, like, okay, think about that clown. Let's think about the clown. Okay. And now what are you going to do? And so now let's practice this. And how many breaths are you going to count? And then if you get to that number, start over or whatever, or just keep counting. And kids can go to sleep like that. Like they'll fall asleep because it's soothing. It, you're, you're soothing your body. Physical touch, internally with the breath, and you're occupying the mind with the counting. I love that idea. I think that would be help, very helpful to him. Okay. Um, and he would do it. He would do it. What a sweet. <laughs> but he would. He wants help. He would do it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> one of the gaps right now with the 12 and 10 year old. Yes is that my daughter is kind of a wise soul. Mm -hmm. Like her mama? Oh, well, no. Yeah. She likes to parent him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and often she's pretty much right. Mm -hmm. But when a 12-year-old parents her 10-year-old brother, it almost never works out very well. Mm -hmm. He already has two parents. He doesn't want a third. Right. Mm-mm. And he has a pretty level, reasonable response for a 10-year-old initially. He will look at her and say, I do not need you to be antagonistic to me right now. But then she continues. Nice vocabulary. Uh, well, because we have told her sister, don't be antagonistic to your brother. <laughs> um, Good. How do you handle that? Like... I mean, she she kind of beats beats us to the punch on some of this stuff. Like she'll say, "Grant, that is not a good choice," or you know, "You should not. That is not that is not a good decision to be making." Or you know, "You need to be eating over your plate." Or some of it could be behavioral as well. Like, don't you think you've had enough screen time already? Or um, I don't see that he is practicing, practicing his piano like he should be. He's kind of messing around. So there's a little bit of tattletale going on. Mm -hmm. There's a little, a little bit of parenting. It's a little sprinkle of this, sprinkle mm -hmm. of that. Well, she's, she's patronizing. Yeah. And critical of him. Yeah. In a, I'm trying to help you kind of way. Right. Right. And then when we're not looking, mm -hmm. she gives him this look of, it, the look varies according to him on exactly. She might give him the eyebrow or she'll mouth things to him. Mm -hmm. It seems easy, right? When she's mouthing things to him or when she's giving him certain looks, I say, look away. Mm -hmm. But, you know, mm -hmm. Good. Oh, how easy is that for a 10-year-old to do? Um, okay. But it doesn't it doesn't work with mm -hmm. parent your brother. No. Mm -mm. No, they think they're doing well. You know. They do. These girls. Like he needs my help. You know? That's her belief. Mm -hmm. He clearly needs my help. Look at this. Mm -hmm. So um, okay. So 
you there are two parts here. What's her part? What's his part? Okay, and you're saying his part is he does have to sort of manage this as well. Like, how is he reacting or responding to her is his part. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, um, and and I would, I mean, the coaching off off on the sidelines with both of them. You know, out of the moment. So with him to be able to kind of say. You know how she antagonizes you and bothers you? Like, let's talk about some things you can do when that happens. Like, an image, you know, of water running down the duck's back or, you know, you have Teflon. You just, and then, or you just walk out of the room. Like, give him some, let's talk about ideas. What you can do when you don't like what's coming at you. Because we're on your side here, bud. Like, it is, it's it's crossing lines and we're, we're having conversations with her about this, too. Because we've, we've already got it all out in the open, so now it's time to, for some off-sides things. You know, like, let's talk off, offline here with, these, with both of them. So, but he, so it's both parts. Like, what are you going to do when this happens? Because it's going to keep happening. What are you going to do? Instead of, you know, coming unglued at her, just silently, quietly leave the room. Good. Good. Yep. She may be right, but... It's not it's not appropriate to come from her. So that's a good one. And then with her, let's have the conversation too. Off, off. And um, to explain, you know, that we know she means well. You love him. And you see so much of, you know... I don't know, gaps or things that he needs to improve or whatever. You, you see a lot, and we appreciate that. You, 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 you know, you're on the front lines here. You know, and, and um, it's not helping your relationship with him. It's really not. Because, and I, Michelle, I used to tell the same, this stuff to Grace because I said, Grace, He's going to grow up, and he's going to be bigger than you, and he's going to remember all of this. <laughs> and I hope he's kind to you, because you're not kind. <laughs> and so, you know, like, like, but this could come back to haunt you, because you're, this is not your, but I'm telling you, it wasn't, it, I wasn't very successful at it, because she, she, you know, but she's living in the consequence of that now, because he, he, he doesn't want anything to do with her. Currently, because he's had he's all stocked up, <laughs> you know. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. all stocked up with sisterly love. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so but I think that's that's cha- you know the old, the further they get from that, but that it's it's softening, but it still is a consequence from all of those years of just what you're describing. So it's trying to help her, like see some of that too. And that does she does she recognize this in herself? What what this is doing because it's making him like you're you're putting yourself in a place of superiority to him, and you're both your peers. I know you're older than him, but you're both peers. It doesn't just because you're a few years older it doesn't make you more important. You're not like you you two are here to help take care of each other in this family. You know, like him too with her. You know, like and and we we I hope that that's also communicated you know not because see when we the thing is Michelle like when we leave our kids and then you you put her in that position like if we say okay 12 year old you take care of the 10 year old 
Well, there we've done it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Instead of, y'all take care of each other. Like putting her in that, well, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to keep him in line. I'm supposed to, you know. So it's like trying to mm -hmm. sort of unpack some of that maybe, you know, and say this is this is what's going on. So, you know, do you, do you want this to change? Like let's ask her, do you want this to change? Because we can talk about a signal or a word when that is happening that we can give to you instead of the lecture, because we all know that what that is, the broken record. Okay, I like that. Yeah, and I, one of the mixed messages is, please don't tattle on your sister. Like, yeah. I want you guys to work it out. Yes. If you guys have conflict with, with each other, work it out. Good. That said, if he gets stuck and he can't walk away, well, then you need to come to me. Exactly. Well, then I'm teaching him to not work it out, right? No, 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 no. Because if you, if that's what, how you've coached your kids, we want them to come get help if they can't work it out. But tattling is not even trying to work it out. Tattling is just going and getting help. Okay. But if, if we've tried, you've, you've told her, you've moved away, please come get me. Because I will know that you've attempted some things and they're not successful. Rather than like hitting her or resorting to something else, come get some help. Mm -hmm. Because that's different than tattling. I will know that you have already tried some things. And that's that's we that that's perfect. Yeah. No, tattling is I'm not even trying to do anything myself. I just want you to solve my problem for me. But he's trying. And if you need help, I'll help you. Mm -hmm. And of course, no wonder Michelle, he's going to get her in trouble because she's constantly reporting on him. So he has to, he has to balance that mm -hmm. with, well, let me tell you what she's doing. Mm -hmm. You know, which makes perfect sense to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But he's, you know, <laughs> he's cuties. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. So another boundary I'm trying to understand okay. is this idea of respect, respecting your, being respectful, and speaking your mind. Oh. You mean trying to hold both of those? Well... So where, how do you distinguish where they cross the line of being, where they're no longer being respectful? Okay. So how this plays out is my daughter, who is almost a teenager, and she's pretty open in terms of how she's feeling about something. Okay. Where's the point where... I'm very angry with you. I think you're being very unfair. Like, generally, it's more factual. She doesn't say, you're a horrible mother, and mm -hmm. she's not name-calling. Mm -hmm. um, she's sharing information. She's sharing information. So we don't want to shut her down mm -hmm. and give her this message that her voice 
isn't being heard and we're not being thoughtful to how she's feeling. Mm -hmm. But where's the point where it needs to be communicated in a way that it's, it's hard to distinguish sometimes mm -hmm. when it's disrespectful versus just somebody who's being very expressive and emotional. Mm -hmm. And maybe that comes back to the intuition again. Like you just kind of know. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's hard to know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I, um, I remember using this, this signal. It's the, like what you do this with your face, like circle around with your finger, like, which is kind of this redo. <laughs> okay. So we're not saying anything. Like you just circle the finger pointing, circle around and, and you let her know that's going to be my signal to you that this is feeling disrespectful. It's not what you're saying. It's how it's being said. So I want to hear you and you're going to need to change how it's being said if you want me to hear because I'm, I'm not. <laughs> oh, that hand signal. That, that's it. What do you think? You think like, because it's, it, you'll, it's your intuition speaking saying, I'm trying to do the freedom of speech because freedom of speech is a beautiful thing mm -hmm. in your home. Like, you can lobby to have the rules changed. You know, that doesn't mean they're going to change. But you, we'll hear you out in this democracy. Freedom of speech. There are laws. There's leadership in the democracy. It's not this anarchy of there. This, anything goes. That's not the case. There's leadership. There's rules. And there's consequences. And there's freedom of speech. So uh, we're, we want you to have that. And it needs to be delivered in a way that I feel respected. So it's okay to share, and this isn't feeling right. Mm -hmm. So you just give the little circle, uh huh, and and then she has the opportunity to stop and pause and re recalibrate herself, or continue and you leave the room. Like you you don't have to participate anymore if she continues in that way. Mm -hmm. And she's you you know of course out of the moment you always communicate that what, you know, this, so she knows this is what's going to be, and mm -hmm. then she's going to get it, and then not going to be happy about that, but it's entirely up to her then. It's up to, on her shoulders if she wants to modify mm -hmm. or not. Absolutely. I hear the, I hear your struggle, because it's, you, you so want to do the right things for them, but you're like, where is the line here? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you, that's what I hear. And I keep thinking to myself, the same thing that will make her likely an incredible adult is the same thing that's incredibly annoying and frustrating and challenging to parent. It's touche. Touche. Yes. And thank you for not putting the wet blanket on that because so that she's, she's still going to have that by the time she reaches adulthood. Because some parents, you just want to squelch that because it's easier to parent. It's easier to parent if I shut you up. Shut nope. you down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shut, and then she gets the message, I'm not allowed to speak my mind. Mm -hmm. And so she's learning that she can and be assertive. And she's going to carry that, which is a beautiful gift for a woman to have grown. And it's hard to parent. And thank God you are. Mm -hmm. Yes.
beautiful. It's freaking hard. And Michelle, we know some kids are harder to parent than others. It's just the reality. They are. And parenting well is freaking hard. Parenting poorly is easy. It's easy to do it poorly. It's just humbling on our knees to do it well, which is what you're doing. You have been very thoughtful. Very generous of you to say. It's true. I know. Yeah. Okay. How much more time? Anything else? We, whatever you want. I mean, if you want a few more minutes, we can. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple more things here. Yeah. So what have you heard or seen or recommend as ways for a child to get out of what would be an unsafe or awkward situation? So my almost teenager, she's at a party. Mm -hmm. She is not comfortable anymore for a variety of reasons or mm-hmm. maybe there's something said that really hurt her feelings and she's about ready to cry and she doesn't want to cry in front of mm-hmm. her friends. We've talked about a code word that she could text us, mm-hmm. but um, what would be something that she could share with her friends as far as why she needs to leave? Because we've said to her, You could just tell your friends, oh, my mom just texted me and she has to come pick me up now. Mm -hmm. She doesn't love that response Mm -hmm. because for some reason she doesn't like that response. Okay, well, I just want to modify that because that's a beautiful one. Um, The word, have her text, you know, she could text you the the code word that means call me now. Mm -hmm. Because that's a different, that's not a passive thing. It's a, my mom just called me. And says so she's coming, she's out, and she needs to pick me up. Like she's she's near our hair and has to pick. You know that's a more active, visible thing. Like which means if she, say she texts you the word, her word, which is butterfly. Um, butterfly. If she texts you butterfly, and that means call me now. So she can turn her phone on, so the ringer's on, so it's heard. Hey mom, what's up? Hey, I'm in the area and I'm coming to get you now. Oh, okay. All right. And she's, it's like, there's a different, she doesn't have to make up a story then. It's a visible thing. Mm. Like my mom just, my mom's coming in. Like she didn't, she, do you see the difference? Totally see the difference. She, I feel like would be kind of embarrassed. Like I roll, mom, I don't want you to call me because then my friends would make fun of me that my mom is calling me. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. But we're trying to find something that works for her to get out. So maybe it'll be, you know, she might be more receptive to the this moment because she's trying to get out. We're trying to help her get her needs met. Yeah. You know, I understand she doesn't want you calling at other times. And yeah. we're not doing that. But in this time, to help her save face, that's what we're trying to do. And we always want to be the bad guy. I always mm-hmm. said, you can blame me for anything. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, my, even if it's, you know, you want to try or experiment with something. Yeah, my mom won't let me. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. You know, my mom won't let me. And they and sometimes that's enough. Like they, for kid, they're like, oh yeah, my mom would be really mad if I did that, or my, you know, whatever. And yeah, Charlie's told me that before. Like yeah, my mom whatever. And so it's like, <laughs> wow, really that you that worked? <laughs> 
Wow, I have more I have more power than I thought I had. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah, so I don't know if that um you know, I don't know how yeah, I don't know how uncomfortable or comfortable she is in these settings, but you're just trying to sort of break up the moment for her. And her to interrupt her moment if she's feeling like I'm ready to get out of here. Is that what it is? She's ready to get she wants to get out or she wants to leave. Oh, well, then that's it. If, if that's it, that's clear. Mm -hmm. She doesn't, there's no words on that text that says anything about anything. Mm -hmm. It's just one word sent to you, and then you call. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay, that's easy. Right. And good. I mean, that's such a beautiful gift, and for her to know she can count on you and she trusts you to sort of have her back. Mm -hmm. You know? Beautiful. All right. I feel like this is, I got, I got a list of like, I'm going to like stump the teacher. <laughs> like, okay, I got another one for you, Michelle. I got no, another one. I'm not going to stump you. I'm yeah, not going to stump no. you. I know that's, that's for sure. I don't know. Contentment. Right? It's hard for an adult. So yes. how in the blankety blank <sighs> do we teach that to our kids? Right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. you guys need to learn to be happy with what you have. Mm. And yet we ourselves struggle with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping that I'm missing something here, you know, that could just really kind of be an aha moment, like, oh, I didn't think about that, or ways in which to just help your child, and I say that, I mean, I feel like they're generally pretty gracious, grateful kids, mm -hmm. but um, it's just easy to always want a new pair of pants or mm. my friend has a new pair of shoes mm -hmm. and often it's not inexpensive yeah. right. their choices and you don't want to be like that parent who's always saying no mm -hmm. but I don't want to indulge them mm -hmm. either mm -hmm. Um, so just trying to understand that balance mm -hmm. Because they have all they need. Of course they do. We're all so. indulged in our culture, and we're in a culture that only promotes more. It's everywhere. So mm -hmm. they're just in the pool with all of us. Mm -hmm. That's that's our reality. Mm -hmm. We're not in one that promotes satisfaction and contentment. Be, that that's not that we're in an economic um, pursuit of stuff is what our culture promotes. Others don't. Other cultures don't. That's the one we're in. So they're, that's how they're being conditioned. And so it's up to us then to try to help balance that. And I think that's hard for kids because they have, I mean, they're dependent on us, first of all. So it's um, what they want, you know, like being able to say what they want. And is that realistic? Is that going to happen here? Is that, you know, but then also, you know, the allowance thing and their own, their own participation in that too 
Like that if you're, I'm willing to pay for shoes up to this amount or jeans or whatever up to this amount, the rest is going to be up to you, is a beautiful message. If there's something, you know, or, um, you know, that that's something I'm, I'd be happy to have on a list for your birthday or Christmas or whatever you do for those things is another way to help. So I may or may not be willing, um, delayed one that you might be willing if it's on, you know, for something special and or their own participation in that, if that's important to them. And it may not be important to them, you may find, when they have to participate in it. Or it may, which mm -hmm. is a beautiful thing for them to check in with mm -hmm. about their own, you know, desires. Because the easiest money to spend is money that isn't yours. <laughs> it's a lot harder to spend when it's yours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or if not, you will quickly run out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I I empathize with the challenge because it's more it's just it's a, it's everywhere in our culture. Mm -hmm. Our culture promotes more is better, mm -hmm. not less is better. Not less is more. More is better. Mm -hmm. So yeah, challenging. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else on your list that you want to talk about? Well, the other thing I was going to ask you about is body image. Oh, yeah. Resources. Okay. For Ella. Mm, gosh. What do you mean? I mean. Yeah, but she'll, we can edit. Okay. Like she said, you want to come on down? She Yeah, we can. She, I mean, she's. Sometimes she tapes and then it's like we talk, we end up talking about other stuff, you know? Okay. I mean, she's almost 13. Okay. She's a little over five foot mm -hmm. and weighs like 78 pounds. Uh -huh. I mean, she has like, she could be on a gap yeah. catalog. She's got like the perfect body. Mm -hmm. So stinking cute. Yeah. But she's too skinny, she thinks. Right. And then I'm like, girl, I thought you were skinny by like, right. Yeah. And she was crying. Because she said, I just want to be normal size. Well, I mean, her friends are, some of them the same height, but just bigger. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say, well, bigger isn't better. Because mm -hmm. I don't want to mm -hmm. say, well, you don't want to gain weight. Because she probably, she will. Well, look at her mom. I mean, you're, you, her parents are very fit people. Like, both of you are very fit people. So and she, and she doesn't want to gain weight, right? But it's more just this idea of contentment, Michelle. Yeah, you know, be content and my goodness. No, but she, I get that. Grace felt that for you because she was made fun of because she's super skinny. Well, so she got called by two boys scrawny. Yeah, and I said, well, what they meant was skinny. And she goes, Mom, I looked up the definition of scrawny. It's and and the definition of scrawny is not flattering at all. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, she recited it word for word mm -hmm. and that's when I mean it's not something this is not a weekly struggle even okay but what I'm trying to be really careful about is just the message I respond to her with mm -hmm. which is I think I, I, what I said to her is I think you're perfect mm -hmm. but then I'm like well I don't want her to think she has to be perfect either I'm trying right. to take perfection out of right. my vocabulary like oh I think that's perfect so, and then mm -hmm. I'm like Am I stick with healthy? 
how you know that you 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 seem to have a healthy body and you eat very healthy and you you know like that that versus how it looks and how does she feel too and you what is it that you want do you want to gain muscle okay well isn't she a runner like you run and you've got a lot of muscle that you built like stay with how it feels for her and what she wants you know not how we evaluate because I you know I mean old people do that my grandpa he used to always like this so they comment on boy you gained weight or boy you're really thin or boy you're it's like they nobody kids don't need that from us mm -hmm. just it's like how do they feel about it so you you don't you you feel really thin um, the reality and give her some information the reality is that by the time you're in high school or college like you when you hit puberty like things are gonna fill out like it just happens you don't see so many adults that have your legs like it just it naturally is going to happen and it's gonna happen in a healthy way for you because you know at our house again at our house we tend to eat very healthy and and you benefit from that because you you know you do all this running and you know like you're you're a really healthy girl you don't have extra fat on your body that a lot of families that don't eat that healthy they they have a lot more in our culture again in our culture that's the truth and that's her reality though i mean like her friends eat healthy okay oh <laughs> they do generally with okay. the exception of like one friend that kind of is a standout that doesn't okay. eat healthy okay her friends eat healthy okay so she has that yeah culturally surrounding her mm -hmm. but she feels like she's like this word scrawny is haunting her a bit okay michelle i i just want you to look in the mirror okay like really you're her mom look d d talk about that with her okay scrawny look at your mom I mean, I could call you scrappy, because you are. I mean, you well, are you're I very thin I and strong. I don't want, and, yeah, I, I mean, I'm. But she is I, too. I am very careful not to talk about my body in any way that's like. Well, I mean, I will say I feel healthy. I feel good. Yeah. But I don't want it to sound like you know. Um, I'm just very careful to not pass down anything body image related. You know? Okay, but let's 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 draw the link between the two of you, because there's heredity here. Okay, you're a product of dad and me. Look at dad and me. You know, look at your brother, and this is the way that yeah. I mean, this this is kind of how it is, and um, the lucky thing is is you're probably not going to have a weight problem your whole life. You're probably not, and that's a really you know, people always say that to me, like, oh, you're really, th I go, I'm tall. I can hide it. <laughs> I, can hide it. I get to eat more. I get to eat more when I'm tall, you know, like, but she isn't going to have that for her. So it's like helping her with the big picture here, not just the 12-year-old picture. Because it's going to change. Hormones are going to, and we could do a little reading about that, you know, how the body kind of fills out a little bit. Because it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I totally understand, honey, why you're, you know, concerned about that and why that doesn't feel good to be, you know, to be made fun of when you're really skinny. I remember saying with Grace, like, you like to come up with a joke about it, you know, a line, like the elevator speech, to say, you know, when somebody says, well, you're really scrawny, 
Yeah, I come from a long line of praying mantises. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like give her some fear, yeah. it deflects it, it's over. Instead of her mm-hmm. internalizing it. Like mm-hmm. some little line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's her, it's going to be her future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she's just more comfortable instead of like giving her power to them to decide how she, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole new thing for her. Mm-hmm. Face routine and what I wear and uh-huh. how I look and it's trying to be respectful of that, but yes, you know, in any way, feed into it. Right, that's the fine line, isn't it? Because it's her reality, and we all have it. Like just you know, the fitting in or looking okay or whatever, and it's really how you feel. Like, do you feel good? about your body, do you feel good, How it, what it does for you, you know, it runs, you, you know, all these things you do with it, let's focus on that, too. Well, Michelle, thank you for those kind words, but really, having attended your parenting class was kind of a game changer for us from a parenting standpoint, our ability to just handle the stages of our kids' lives and not kind of hit the oh shit button what do I do now it's this method of stepping back being able to assess what's going on probably most importantly checking my own self and where I am as as a parent and what I'm about to say it's a mindfulness Mm -hmm. it's about being mindful and how you parent Mm -hmm. and I tend to be a yeller So, um, what I have said to my kids, instead of like yelling, like I would have in the past before taking your class, I'll say, I'm going to say this calmly because what I want to do right now is yell. And I need you to listen because when I don't feel like you're responding or listening to me, then I feel like I need to raise my voice to you. And, and. So your class, I'm not sure. I mean, it's not about changing our kids. About It's about changing how we respond to our kids. Mm-hmm. It works. And I kind of thought that I may take your class again as my kids grow older. But what's awesome is that the content just grows with you mm-hmm. as your kids evolve and grow. I mean, it's if your listeners have not taken your class they need to sign up immediately because it it brought peace and calm to our house and really ultimately was a gift to our family and our kids by being able to be better parents. So thank you. Thank you. That's very humbling and um, thank you for saying that. How many years ago was that, Michelle? I believe my daughter was four or five. Wow. And so it was eight-ish years ago. And um, what I can say to that is I remember very vividly standing in the kitchen with my husband and saying, I need help because I've never parented before. Mm-hmm. And I'm expected to know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um. If I don't get some kind of guidance here, 
this wonderfully strong-willed child, I'm going, like, I feel like I'm headed down this path of breaking her will. I don't want to do that. I want to nurture that in her. And right now my response is shut it down, shut it down because she's, she's too taxing and she's annoying me and it's exhausting as a parent. So I need some skills here because I've never parented a five year old or four, whatever age she was at the time it was four or five. So you made the comment earlier, you know, you can shut that down, mm -hmm. but that's not going to help her as an adult. And, um, and you're right too, that our kids are so very different. And so the, the skills that I learned in your class to help her were different than the skills that I learned in your class to help my son. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was just incredibly impactful. And, um, I have to tell you a funny story about that, which is that we got a dog. Um, we don't have the dog anymore, but we thought it was a great idea at a particular point in our life to get a dog. I will never forget how many people told us that we should go had we had we considered going to dog training school. And I thought to myself, you've got to be kidding me. There are all these people that go to dog training school and yet no one takes the time to go to parent, mm -hmm. parenting, mm -hmm. not parenting training school, but parenting classes. Yeah, right. And I had a dog before. Yeah. I grew up with a dog. So mm -hmm. I, theoretically, I should have known mm -hmm. how to care for a dog better than mm -hmm. how to care for a child. I'd never been a mother before. Mm -hmm. And I had known <laughs> there to be enough things about my own mom that I frankly didn't want to repeat. So why wouldn't I have gone to parenting school or class. Um, I went ahead and did not suggest to any of these folks that they should in fact consider parenting class, <laughs> but it was on the tip of my tongue because I frankly didn't admire their parenting skills, but we'll leave that aside. Um, in any case, yeah. I'm a huge advocate of your class. It was, it was just, it was a life changer for us. So thank you. And I know how hard you struggled to even come. I remember that. That it was hard for you to, to, to get yourself there. So, I, I mean, I can barely remember what I did three days ago, but I remember that moment at Kroger. Yes. Do you remember Kroger? I do. Yeah, it's I like, do. Oh, my goodness. I just got your email three days ago, Michelle, about your parenting class. <laughs> it was your moment. And I was like, I'm running into you. I've been thinking about that damn parenting class. And now I'm running into you. Is this a sign from the universe? And I said, well, hey, Michelle, um, I just got your parenting class email. I, I was thinking about coming. And part of me was like, no, you're not. I'm right. just trying to make it sound like you were coming. Right, out. yes. And you said to me, well, I would love to have you join us. But let me just tell you this. Yes. You say to me, let me just tell you this. Of all the parents that have attended my class, they generally say to me, I just wish I would have come sooner. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, how many more years do I want to struggle with this topic or that topic with my kid? I mean, what? I, mean I got one shot at this. True. One shot. It's true. Everybody in their own time. 
uh, yeah, you did. And I know you struggled mightily with that. So that's a very high compliment. So thank you. Very much. Well, and then to my surprise, I went home and I mentioned it to my husband. He was like, well, I said, so, and, you know, it's going to be watched to get child care. And so which one of us would, which one of us would you suggest going? He was like, well, we both go. I mean, that's not going to be helpful if one of us goes. I mean, because we're going mi to miss a lot of information. If one of us goes and the other one doesn't, and then you try to communicate that back. What a wise man. So I was like, well, <laughs> damn, I was hoping I'd get more opposition from him. Then that'd be my excuse. Blame it on him. <laughs> and that was easy. Well, this is becoming a little too easy to go right, to the right. parenting workshop. Thank you. So. Thank you. Yeah. My pleasure. Everyone needs a Michelle. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm not even a parent, but I learn a lot of things that help my relationships with everyone that I know, oh, I just know. by sitting here and filming and reporting, listening. So you know, you know what we use a lot in our house relationally. This isn't working for me. <laughs> I like that. That's We're going to be doing that upstairs <laughs> because We're be doing that. because Michelle would say in her parenting class, you know, this class. Applies. You know, applies. Yeah, certain relationships. And y'all yeah. <laughs> will figure that out yeah. when you're, and, and so my husband and I say that to each other. Yeah. This isn't working for me. <laughs> okay. I never said it would be easy. I only said it would be worth it. Peace to you, mom or dad. It starts there. You've got this.